Welcome to Project Underdog Podcast, a podcast dedicated to empowering and inspiring the underdogs of the world. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy C.T. Strange here with Project Underdog Podcast. If it is your first time tuning in, I sincerely appreciate it. I'm very happy to have you on here. Uh, Look, before we get going, I do understand that in the modern age of, of Instagram and TikTok, that there are a lot of phony gurus and bullshit coaches out there, and it's really hard to distinguish who the hell knows what they're talking about and who's full of shit. Just so you guys know, I am a lifelong underdog. I came from very, very little fatherless home, lower class, no college education. The odds were stacked against me for sure. After doing a lot of different things and meeting a lot of different people and implementing some of the things that I'm talking about, my life turned around completely. Um, My life is awesome now. I have a smoking hot wife. I work for myself, have unlimited freedom, and my life is really good. And I say that with gratitude and with humility. I do know that my life can be taken from me within a day. So I'm not naive there, but That's the purpose of this podcast is to show you guys some things that had worked for me. So if you do come from humble beginnings and have very little advantages, this podcast is for you. And I hope some of this stuff that I talk about helps. So what I want to talk about today is turning your traumas into power, is to finding meaning in the bad things that had happened to you. So it's funny, you know. Some of the highest achievers that I know personally came from extremely rough circumstances. I mean, extreme abuse of all kinds, you know, physical, mental, sexual, some of the worst shit that you could imagine, and it propelled them to greatness. You know, they had a chip on their shoulder because of what happened, that they didn't want to to live in that. They didn't want to be that. They wanted to run away from all that pain that they knew to be something better, and to make their life something better. And conversely, I know people that came from great families. Mom and dad gave them everything they ever wanted, supported everything they've ever wanted, and just never seemed to to make it anywhere in life, just never had any drive to to be something or do something. It was just whatever. And so uh, it's funny, especially being a parent, you know, you, you want to give your kids everything, but... You also want to make sure that they're resilient and self-reliant. And, and that line, therefore, to go is a, it, it's a funny one to walk. But it, as being an underdog, if you identify as one, chances are you've been through some shit. Most of us have, have been through some shit. Not everybody has it, has it good. So a lot of people, if you look at things like addiction, addiction especially, and just self-destructive behavior, a lot of that comes from that broken childhood and those bad things that had happened that they're still trying to make sense of. You know, hardship either makes you better or it makes you bitter. Hardship and tragedy and trauma, it, it leaves something inside of you that you're going to carry with you forever. Is it a good thing? Yes, if you allow it to be so. But it, it's... It's making that so. It is making that that trauma a force for good inside of you. You know, you, you can look at, I mean, music is a great example. Some of the best artists were tortured souls 
that could put that put that pain and put that anguish into a song and and then I can relate to it and you can relate to it and it and it can make our life better and made them millionaires you know um people that come from from bad families I've seen this a lot with women that come from horrible mothers and that that poor experience drives them to be a great mother to never be like their own mother and say no I'm going to fucking be different and had they not had that experience who knows what they would have done? Like I said, it, it is the resistance that creates the strength. Without the negative, you, you, it's like drawing an arrow back, man. The worse it is, the better it can be if it's directed in the right way. It, it's like the old expression goes, the same fire that cooks the dinner can also burn the house down. So when we have these bad things that occur, it leaves us with something inside of us, a fire, if you will. And that fire can either consume us or it can help build our life and cook our dinner and feed our families. So it's all about the perspective that you wish to adopt around it. It's the story that you wish to tell around it. You know, two different men can experience the same thing and then have two different accounts of what had happened after the fact. It is a hundred percent up to you how you want to look at what had happened to you. And the first thing with that, speaking for myself too, I had a lot of a lot of daddy issues, I guess you could say. You know, not not having my old man around, and when he was around, he wanted to make sure that um, he he knew how much I was not liked, loved, and um, just just how rotten of a person I was too. So it's funny how that 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 pain tries to transfer from from generation to generation. But with me. I had to give that shit meaning. I had to say it is what it is. It fucking happened. And what am I going to do about it? So speaking for myself, knowing that he didn't believe in me, he thought I was shit. Other people in my life believing I'm shit. Because when when a father doesn't believe in his son, he's going to carry that idea of himself everywhere he goes. And so for the first, I'd say, 24, 25 years of my life, I felt that. My dad doesn't approve of me. He thinks I'm shit. I guess I am shit. And so like attracts like. So I would put that out into the universe, into the world. That's who I was. I would hang my head. I would hate myself. I indulged in all kinds of drugs for very, very, very many years. Hard drugs, too. Drugs you usually find in poor white neighborhoods in the South. And I'll I'll leave it at that, you know. So it wasn't until I... I saw things as they were that I was not this trauma. I was not what I was told that I was, that I honestly could do whatever the fuck I wanted to with my goddamn self, regardless of what my father told me that I was. And instead of boohooing, Oh, why would he treat me like this? Why couldn't I have had a good dad? Why couldn't I have been loved? Honestly, I got mad about it. I accepted it for what it was, that this is what it is. I cannot change it, but God damn it, I can change my fucking self. So all those bad things, the, the abuse that was not only from him, but from other people, the, the negative ideas about what I was, the bullying, um, the, the demeaning, everything that had occurred to me in, in my childhood and my life, now became fucking fuel. 
when I stopped feeling sorry for myself and I said, hmm, what would it mean if I could prove all these motherfuckers wrong? What would it mean if I could take this goddamn shit, this fucking chicken shit and turn it into chicken salad? What would that mean? You know, I was always inspired by stories like Rocky. It's a great example. Just a bum from the street. Just another bum from the neighborhood that had an opportunity to be something better. And he took it and fucking ran with it. And I thought the same thing there too. What if this kid that came from fucking dog shit, least likely to succeed, could go out into the world and be something fucking great? And not only be something great, but help other motherfuckers out there that didn't have shit either. That didn't have a snowball's chance in hell to be great or ever have anything good for that fucking matter. What if that could be you, man? What if that could be you that broke those generational curses that that your grandfather had given your father and your great-grandfather had given your grandfather of addiction and alcoholism and just overall hating their fucking life and hating their family, just being cold, unwilling to love? What if you could break that motherfucker? And that's where it all started. Now, granted, there are psychologists out there that will tell you what I'm telling you is bullshit. You shouldn't listen. You shouldn't become angry. You shouldn't embrace rage from the things that had happened to you to propel you forward. Well, here's the reality, though, man. I live a great goddamn life. I live a life way better than I ever fucking imagined when I was younger. It's almost hard for me to believe now how awesome my life is. And I don't say that to gloat. I don't say that to brag. It just is what it is. Had I had a good mother and father, had I been loved and given everything and nurtured, dude, I probably wouldn't have the piss and vinegar I have inside of me to go out into the world and fucking conquer. I'm good with it, man. I'm happy for all the bad things that had happened. And I don't want to go into detail about a lot of those, and I will someday, but some of them are pretty goddamn dark. You know, some of them are pretty fucking dark. And I think you see that in hyper-successful people. That that drug addict that you see under the fucking bridge could have been fucking Elon Musk. It's all... It's all how you want to interpret those bad things that had happened. Do you see them as a blessing or do you see them as a burden? Above all, you have to accept what it is that happened to you, man. I spent a lot of time in my life boohooing about it. Like, why me? Why me? And you, you see kids with with fathers that are loved and and parents that drive their kids to their college and pack their shit up and do whatever and where mine's like, get the fuck out of the house. I don't want you here. I don't need you here. Worry about yourself. Well, because life was like that, I had to figure shit out pretty goddamn quick. I didn't have somebody to lean on. I didn't have somebody to pay my bills. I, I didn't have somebody to really watch out after me. And what happened because of that? Well, I became resilient as fuck, became self-reliant, and I became extremely resourceful all of which are super important for anybody that's really trying to get out there into the world and and be their own boss and and make and create their own life. But not only that, but I learned how to talk to people. I learned how to navigate. I learned how to persuade. I learned how to influence. I learned how to listen. And that's probably the greatest skill any man can honestly have in the world anywhere ever. 
is the ability to persuade, to influence, to listen, and to communicate. And because of all that bad shit, my lack of advantages, it created some pretty fucking awesome gifts. So had all those bad things not happened to me, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And I would also like to speak on my wife. If you guys go on my Instagram, you can see her. Uh, She's beautiful. My wife is the most important person in the world to me. I love her dearly. She also came from extremely humble, rotten beginnings. Her mother was 15 when she was conceived. Uh, Her parents abandoned her. She was a fucking orphan that her aunt and uncle ended up raising. And there were several really bad stories of things that had occurred from from her mother that go well beyond that, like heartbreaking things. But because of that, man, my wife is such a tremendous fucking woman that refuses to be what it was that her mother was and, and to, to fight against those things of where she was supposed to be and to be a voice of hope and love, and hard work, and determination, all of that which is good. She treats my daughter, which is her stepdaughter, like fucking gold, man. She treats her like gold because she knows what it's like to have a shitty female figure in her life. And so it's all about the story you decide to tell yourself with what happens. I understand that can be easier said than done. You know, you you have a child pass away or a loved one pass away, that's very difficult to um, to just get over. In a situation like that, you got to make them proud, man. You got to make your deceased relative, your deceased kid, your deceased love proud of, of who you are and what you've done. I've got a brother. I'll show you. I'll, just hang on here with me, guys. And hopefully you can see this because it, it, this autofocus is a bit crazy. That is me and my first cousin, Ben. I'm the little fat kid in the headlock there, and he's the one that's uh, holding up the deuces there. I didn't have a brother growing up. It was just me and my sister. But my Aunt Pam would come down and spend the summers with us in Kentucky, and Ben would always come come with him as, as her son, you know. Our, our fathers were best friends, two fucking cocksucking dickheads, and our mothers were sisters. And so we were, we were basically brothers. We were brothers. And he passed away when I was 20 years old. He was murdered, actually. And it's, that's, that's a whole story within itself. But, you know, this, it's, this, this picture right here, it sits in my office. And I'm looking at it as I'm making this, is this podcast right now, as I'm making this video. Ben couldn't be here to experience it. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't have his own children he couldn't have his own marriage and, and create a life. So, God damn it, I better. This is an opportunity that I still have or he doesn't. And I don't know where we go when we die or what happens. But if he can see me, I want to make that motherfucker proud. So that's my cousin. That's my brother. And so I say all these things not to be a hard ass to get over the bad things that had happened. Bad things suck, man. Tragedy fucking sucks. It's not fair. Life's not fucking fair. But it is what it is. You must accept it for what it is and give it meaning. There's a silver lining to fucking everything. And I'm sure you can find it too if you just look. You seek to find the good in whatever bad had happened. And once you find the good, let it propel you to fucking greatness, man. 
My old man said I was going to be shit. Fuck you. I'll be great. My brother died. I'm doing this for you, motherfucker. Whatever it is, whatever bad shit you endure, give it meaning and give it life. Let that fire that's inside of you propel you to fucking greatness and not goddamn consume you with self-destructive behavior. There's so much power inside of trauma if you're willing to look at it and willing to look for it, excuse me. And when you do find it, when you do find that power and that fucking meaning, it can push you in times where your body's given up, where your mind has given up. You can look at that thing that had happened, that meaning, that reason you fucking have to keep going, and it will move you. It will move you much further than, than anything else, any goddamn drug, any type of mental or, or physical conditioning. When you have a why, a reason that that's extends well beyond your goddamn self, Man, it, it, can, it can push you to places you never thought you could go. And a lot of times it comes from that pain. It comes from that trauma and that tragedy you had experienced at one point in time. If there's anything that I can honestly tell you with my life is that I'm very grateful for everything bad that had ever happened. And it's, it's, it's been a lot of, lot of bad shit growing up that I wasn't responsible for. It's been a lot of time feeling sorry for myself and asking why. And now that I'm 38, I, I understand why and I'm so fucking grateful. If you can find gratitude in the bad things that had happened for you, accept them for what they are, find meaning and then power inside of them, God damn it, the worse you have it, the better you're going to goddamn do. So that's all I got for you guys. I love you very much. Um, thank you for hopping on. I'll be back soon. See ya.